Hey, welcome to the Hero Collective Podcast, where you'll learn to reinvent your faith, rediscover your unique purpose and identity, and learn to flourish by design. I'm your host, Ian Smith, and I am so glad you joined us. Here's what you need to know. It's time. Welcome to the Hero Collective. Uh, this is a live podcast that we do inside of our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash a hero collective. And uh, really excited to be able to just talk about, you know what, I, I guess a really practical topic today. And the, and the topic today is like feelings. What do we do? <laughs> Guys, we're going to talk about feelings. Like watch, I'm going to lose everybody that's listening and, and watching right now. Hear me out a little bit because one of the questions I get asked a lot is, is, and maybe you've seen it from some of the comments and I've struggled with myself is what if I don't feel like I'm forgiven, right? We, we know what the Bible says. What if I don't feel forgiven or what if I don't feel loved? What do we do when our feelings aren't lining up with what we kind of know is the truth? I mean, what this points to is the power of experiencing something right now when somebody says that to me one of the questions I usually ask is well what is it what do you think it feels like to be loved what do you think it feels like to be forgiven so I I ask that because isn't it interesting we put so much stock in our feelings and they are extremely powerful but Proverbs 3, 8 says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will guide your path. But he also, it also says it will become flat. It will be health to all your flesh, right? And so I think that where our feelings sit in the grand scheme of things as believers, as guys that are our are, are sons, children of God on our way to becoming and manifesting as sons of God, right? That's a whole nother topic is our, where do our feelings sit? Because we know they're powerful. We know that they do um, interesting things to us, right? What we, we can know something here, but feel something here, and it can change everything. It's like the feeling we have a lot of times is what overrides this thing. I mean, that's exactly what gets us into trouble with bad behaviors or things that, you know, uh, behaviors that, that we don't really want to have, or or even just when when we walk through life, we realize that, so much more of our life is dictated by kind of how we feel than necessarily what we think. And so when our feelings don't line up with God's truth, it's, it's powerful. And this is, let me back up a second. It's powerful in a negative way. And this is exactly why Hero Collective is here. Because learning to hear and experience God here, not just learning about God, but learning to learn, learning to hear and experience him, experience his truth is the key to getting the breakthrough that you and I long for in our lives in areas of habits, behaviors. There's so much that goes on below the surface. And as guys, we have got to get to the place where we are willing to allow God to speak to our hearts. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Sometimes we read that and it's like, oh, that just means we need to be really confident in the Lord. No, okay, sure. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. What are you doing with your heart? Not just trusting the Lord with your mind. 
I know what the Bible says, and this is this is where we go wrong all the time, right? We know what the Bible says until our life shows something different. And then when life shows something different, we we think, well, that's not true then. That doesn't work. Like, what's what's going on? There's a dissonance. Well, why is that? Because when we only know God's word as information and we don't live in the revelation and the experience of him, okay, then this is where we get ourselves in trouble. This is where we don't see the truth of God's gospel, the power of God at work in our life. Why? Because it's up here. It's not down here. We're not living in the experience of the freedom, the forgiveness, and the love of God. So we can't be a slave to our feelings. I don't feel loved. I don't feel forgiven. I don't feel like God knows me, sees me. I don't feel like he's near. We, this is exactly what we want to tackle. Don't feel bad if you're in that camp. We all get in that camp, but we have to understand grace and we have to know what to do about it. And that's what we're going to talk about. Here's what I want to say. If you have a Bible, you can open it if you want. But again, I'm not going to dive into some deep theology here. So I'm just going to reference a couple things. But here's a point for you. And I, 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 want, to, I want to throw a thought at you. In the book of Romans, Paul talks a lot about grace. In fact, he used the words grace about I think, 24 times. It depends on what translation you're, you're, you're reading. But he's talking a lot about grace, including a couple of very explicit references that he uses where he is combating that the grace of God doesn't give us license to sin. Now, I want you to think about something for me. Sorry, with me. <laughs> you can think about it for me, too. <laughs> I want you to think about something in relation to what we feel like, okay? To me, when we understand the grace of God, it's foundational. It's un Sorry, let me say it again. It's foundational that uh, for us, we need to understand the grace of God, the fullness of that, in order for us to really get grounded and founded on the truth of God's love for us. And it's that, a revelation of understanding how God feels about us, that will change how we feel about ourselves and God. Here's what I mean. In Romans, uh, I think it's 3, 5 or 3, 8, and then 6, 15, Paul makes an astounding statement. And we've probably read it before. He makes a statement. It's like, um, it's the grace of God, right? He's talking about God's grace and he's like, the grace of God doesn't give you license to sin. So because of God's grace, should we sin? Certainly not. Here's what I want to help you to provide a little context because I think there's a real grace bomb here that, that has the ability to just transform your heart. Okay, here, here it is. If you realize that Paul is actually answering questions within the book of Romans, he's not just expositing stuff. He's actually addressing things that happen in the Romans church. What do you think is, what do you, why do you think he has to address the area of behavior and sin in relation to grace the way that he does in this book? Think about this for a second. He, the, the, he has taught and he has expounded on grace to such an extent that the, the response has been that people think that they can do whatever they want. Okay? I know this. I'm, I'm going somewhere with this. That they can do anything. That, that because of God's grace, their, their sin doesn't matter. Now, he's expressly saying that's not the truth. But here's what I want to drop on you. If you're, you and I aren't in places that teach about the grace of God under our churches and our and pastors, or we do not see God's grace to an extent that it pushes us to the place and the brink where it feels like 
we can do anything we want, then we don't know grace like Paul taught grace. Now, I know that might be challenging some of you for a sec. Hear what I'm saying? No, not what I'm not saying. I am not saying that God's grace allows us to do anything we want. In fact, it is completely the opposite. I agree with Paul. It is actually a full understanding of the grace of God to its extent, to its fullness, that it is it is so immense and immeasurable and powerful as a concept that God loves us so much that anything that you and I have done is erased. It's gone. He doesn't hold it against us. He, you and I are, are seen through the eyes of perfect love. That God is for us, not against us. He is in, overjoyed with you. He is in love with you. He is on your side extending a hand, ready to help, no matter what you've done today, yesterday, or what you might do in the future. This is what the grace of God, Paul had to combat the idea that people were taking the message of grace and saying, it doesn't matter what I do anymore. That's the extent of the grace of God that Paul taught. He taught it. So what I'm trying to say is, if you don't look at the Bible and you don't look at your relationship with God, through the eyes of grace. And if, you know, in a, in a modern day example, if we're not in churches where people are hearing grace and then they're, the ditch that they're falling in is basically, it doesn't matter what I do, then we may, not be, we may not be understanding grace the way that Paul wants us to. Because he had to combat a problem in the church. And that was that people heard the message of grace and thought that it didn't matter what they did. But that's how big and powerful grace is. So if you today are struggling in your feelings of feeling loved or valued or that God's for you or that he's going to help you in your season and you have an inkling in you that it's because of the person that you have been or you haven't done enough, you are missing it and you need to found yourself in the grace of God and understand that it is far bigger and far more than you can even imagine. Now, if that's if that's new thought to you, if that's challenging you, put a comment, throw something in. I know some of you are listening to this on, on a podcast and maybe this is jumping your fence a bit. And, uh, and if you want to leave a comment, come join us in the group and, and talk about it or you can even respond on the podcast uh, if you're listening on Spotify. But, but you guys, in the group here, put a comment below. Tell me what you think about that. What are you, what are you experiencing when you hear that? Am I communicating it in a way that, that works? I mean, let me try one more time and then I want to move on. If the ditch that the church isn't falling in when it comes to understanding God's grace is that we can do anything we want without uh, consequence, then we're not understanding grace. Now, that's not what is the truth. Grace is not a license. Grace is an empowerment from from God to walk free from all of the things that actually, that actually, um, uh, that, are, that, that we, we want to give ourselves to. Walk free from sin. Walk free from behaviors and bad and limiting thoughts and all this stuff. Grace is the central theme of it. Do we understand the God's grace and God's love as big enough and overwhelming enough that it doesn't matter? He doesn't care about our behavior. He doesn't, it doesn't matter to him. That's, it doesn't change the way, maybe that's the best way. It doesn't change the way that he sees us. But when we understand it, it will change us in a way that we don't have to worry about our behavior. It's not something that's we would never want to offend the grace of God when we understand the magnitude of it. Okay, so we have to go on a grace journey. If you're, if you you've struggled to believe that God 
has forgiven you, uh, that he loves you, that this is where you need to center, you need an experience in God's grace. So how do we do that? Because that's all well and good, but how do we move into this place of experience? Well, we started this whole thing by talking about how important our heart is. And your heart is the secret to this whole thing. We, we had a podcast a couple weeks ago. We talked to a gentleman who's been through incredible hardship and challenges, ups and downs, and he talked about how our heart is so important. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. We have to be willing as men to man up and give God our hearts and allow him to speak into them and stop this white knuckling, um, um, apathetic, I'm not going to go there, wimpy manhood that says that my heart isn't, isn't big enough. It's not solid enough. It's not strong enough. And I won't let God go there. Listen, we need to grow up as men. We need to allow God to speak into our hearts to the depth of who we are and reveal himself to us. How do we do that? Well, Ephesians in, in, uh, sorry, in Hebrews 4, 16, it says, in fact, to paraphrase 12 to 16, it says that we have a high priest, Jesus, who's been tempted in every way like us. But the invitation we have in verse 16 is to come boldly to the the throne of what? Grace. Come boldly to the throne of grace. How do we? So again, it's giving us a framework. We, because of Christ, have the ability to come boldly, confidently to the throne of grace to find what? Mercy. Mercy is all about not getting what we deserve. Grace is getting what we don't deserve. Mercy is coming to God's throne of grace to find mercy. We do not get what we deserve when we come to God's throne. So our tendency is when we've done something wrong is to go the other way, not to tuck into God. Why? Because we don't understand grace, but we can come to him with boldness and confidence. How? Because we understand he's not judging us. He's our dad. He's here to help. And we come to him boldly, find mercy. We don't get what we deserve, but we do get help in a time of need. Now, what's that help? So I looked at this word a little bit. It's interesting. It's an interesting word. And the word in Greek, it refers to uh, help is like immediate assistance in a, in, a, in a situation, immediate assistance in a situation. When we come to God and we believe that we can come boldly without judgment, we can find the help we need in a time. And what that help is, it's a term, it's a the term is frapping. So if you can imagine the ship that was so tossed in a storm that they had to lash ropes around the hull of the ship to keep it together. That's the help that God offers. Tell me what that sounds like to you. To me, that sounds like he is going to strengthen and shore up the hulls of our lives that we are when we come to God and we expose our heart to him and we come to him and we pray and we expect him to show up in our hearts and to, and to birth in us an encounter of forgiveness and love and the thing that we need that's going to shore us up in this season. It's not talking about changing the storm. It's talking about changing you in the midst of the storm and me in the midst of the storm. And that is the heart work. That's the promise we have. To come boldly to the throne of grace. To find mercy. You will not get what you deserve. That's mercy. But you will get help. And that help is God will speak to you and you will experience him in a way that he reminds you who you really are. And he reminds you who he is. And he reminds you that you're loved. And he reminds you and gives you an experience of that. And that will change you in the midst of the season. 
And when you change in the midst of your season and your storm, guess what? You'll find that everything changes. That is the opportunity that we have when we understand God's grace. So if you don't feel loved and you don't feel forgiven, get into God's grace and start praying and asking God for an experience of his goodness and his love. We can come boldly to the God's throne and this is what we teach in this group. This is what we teach in Hero Lab. This is the stuff that we lead guys in is the practical stuff about how to pray in a different way, how to engage God through the power of the Spirit and use practical exercises to actually experience Him in a powerful way. So guys, if that's you, if that's something, if these are new concepts, this is something that's totally crazy to you, I want to hear your comments below, ask me questions, but this is what we teach in Hero Collective and we've just launched Hero Lab. Now, if you're listening, Hero Lab, Get into Hero Collective as a Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash a hero collective. Jump in and see what we're doing in the group where we're inspiring guys to change and to relate to God in a new way. But if you're listening and you're in the group, this is what we're going to do in Hero Lab. We're creating an environment where you will begin to learn how to do this. It's not a one-hit wonder. It's something that you learn to do in community with God, with other people, and you can do it. If you're interested in Hero Lab, it's what we've been talking about all week, put Hero Lab in the comments. I can reach out, I'll explain more. It is, it is going to be life-changing, I can tell you right now. But listen, if that's not for you, fine. But if you're looking to change, you gotta understand the grace and the love of God. And remember, it's not the truth that sets you free. It's that you will know the truth. And that word know is to, to know it here and here. To experience the truth is where the freedom lies. That's what we're all about in Hero Collective. That's what we're about in Hero Lab and the guys that are joining and saying, I want change. I want to hear God in different areas of my life. I want to see it transformed. That's what we're building in Hero Lab. If that's something you're interested in, you can put a comment down below. Again, if you're watching the replay, put replay. Just tell me. I know lots of guys watch this after. We're at 20 minutes. Guys, have a fantastic weekend. God loves you. We love you. Go and just do what you're on the earth for. This is the adventure of a lifetime, is to grab the Father's hand and to walk through every situation that you have, allowing him to speak into our hearts, to be transformed, and to transform the world around us. We'll talk again soon. Have a great week, everybody.